So we're finishing up our discussion with uh, Chris from The Political Matrix, co-host of it with me, L. Latham. And we're doing the Kanye Breakdown Part 2. If you guys missed Part 1, go ahead and listen to it before you listen to this one because there's spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. But here you go. Um, we're getting right into it. So where we left off, I think we were like on... Let me see. Uh, did I lose genius? No, it's here. Okay. We've kind of glossed over new again. I don't know how you felt about that one. But I thought it was a little repetitive. Very repetitive. And not much substance. You know, uh, new again. You know, it's funny is that my, my youngest son, who is 13... He loves that song, I think, only because he likes the beginning. So he said, so he'll text me WYD, and if I respond, he'll say, you know, and then he'll go into the lyrics. Like, you better, you better respond. Like, if I text you WYD, you better respond, like, not hit me with a H E Y. Yeah, with a bunch of Or hey, with a bunch of Y's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that part of the song I like. Yeah, um, that's cute. Exactly. Um, I like, so maybe that's, that's part of the reason why I kind of like that song, but I will say the beat is decent. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like, the thing is, it's like anything else with this album, Kanye's lyrics are just kind of like, it's not they're okay, they're okay. it's not they're as not bad as like, Junya for me lyrically but yeah, yeah it's it's not the best and Chris Brown I just could take or leave cause like what does he give to this anyway honestly yeah I don't I just know he was he was upset that he was it this song he was left off of or was it another one Oh, probably this one. I saw that there was another version on his ch- stupid channel, but I didn't watch it or listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I listened. I, I like you know, so many things come up, and it's hard to stay focused on any one thing because it's just like so many things are happening. Obviously, you know, in the world that I try to escape through music, you know, at times, and just like all right, I'm not gonna pay attention to anything else, but. It's just kind of like you could put the music on, you scroll on your phone or on the computer, and it's just like, oh, the phone rings. You know, it's not like back in the day when I used to be riding the bus and the train in New York, and, you know, you didn't get interrupted with text messages and phone calls. You could really, really digest an album, even on your first listen. Yeah. Or your second listen, you would be rewinding, you know, fast-forwarding, etc., changing the order. But these days, it's kind of difficult to do that. So I did see that Chris Brown um, was all upset, but I didn't really get into his verse. But, I mean, I know you don't care for Chris Brown, but, you know, obviously, dude, is talented whether you like him or not. Yeah. uh, But usually when he's on a song, he usually makes it better. So I was kind of surprised that he wasn't, that Kanye didn't use his verse. I was wondering why. Maybe yeah, it was, it was new again. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can hear me playing in the background. Yeah, maybe oh, okay. new again. 
I like the choir. I like the choir part. You know, that's the thing. You know, choirs, there's a couple things in music, specifically in hip-hop, that are cheat codes. Mm-hmm. One of them is a choir. Right? Yeah. One of them is the church organ. Yeah. Usually, if you have one of those two things in your song, it's going to make people listen. What I don't like is, I think it went on too long at the end. I think it could have cut off a lot earlier. Make me new again. like Or put another thing in there. If you're not going to do that, then it's just repetitive. And for what reason, you know? Other than to just pad out the the track. Like, make it go a a certain uh, length. To make make up for his verse maybe not being there? I don't know. So... It sounded like something went wrong there. But but you know, Kanye, ever since, uh, what was it? I don't know if he did too much on Yeezus, but I know on Life of Pablo, he constantly was making changes to that album even after it was released. Yeah. So I was, I was wondering if... Because there was a couple of people, like even Soldier Boy, I don't know if you saw that, but Soldier Boy cursed him out pretty bad on social media during yeah. to fight him. Because Soldier Boy's verse was taken off the song too so i'm wondering Mm. if he's gonna put out like a deluxe album with you know the artist whose verses didn't make his first cut a lot of this just feels unfinished to a lot of people and, and to me as well that they just didn't they weren't ready to release it but it was released because of the label and everything so well and the other the other thing and i hate to say it and i hope in my heart of hearts, I hope it's not true, but given Kanye's behavior over the past couple of years, um, I would have to say he was clearly he was clearly running a race and watching what Drake was doing at the same time. And you know, if you know anything about racing, you, you don't look to your left or to your right or behind you. You just look straight ahead and you try to get to the finish line as quick as possible. Yeah, I think he was he was a little too concerned with what Drake had going on as if they were making similar type of music. Which they're not. You know, <laughs> at, at all. There's nothing There's nothing to compare to this album. I guess to his album, I guess the only comparison you could make was the quality of the, first, the, of the features on the album. Right. But other than that, you know, Kanye clearly wants to go in a gospel, you know, um, praise the higher power direction versus Drake is just making you know more or less the same kind of club Instagram friendly YouTube friendly TikTok friendly you know music that he always does like he hasn't really changed his style either really right well you know Lord I Need You is like the next track on the album Uh after that one and I think Jesus Lord really spoke to me a lot, so that one really didn't get me. But I did like the verse a lot. I liked the rhythm, and I liked the way he he uh, he put all these things in there, and it all like it reminded me of old Kanye songs a little bit, the way he was rhyming. I. You're right. The way he was rhyming on this track reminded me, it gave me a little bit of college dropout vibes just for how he was rapping. Not necessarily what he was saying. I mean, no. maybe a little bit. But it was more like just 
how he sounded while he was rapping. Yeah. But overall, like one out of five, I mean, it's like a three, three and a half. I will say, side note though, um, like I live in the downtown area, right? There's a lot of cars passing, a lot of people on the street playing music. I will say, I hear this album come blasting from people's cars more than I anticipated. Oh, like that's I've been su- interesting. I've been surprised to hear the amount of people playing this. I did not expect that. Right. Like, I, I've heard, you know, I've heard a lot of songs from the first half of the album. Yeah. Like, I've heard Kale, I've heard, like, God Breathe, I've heard Okay, um, Believe What okay. I Say. So I've heard a bunch of them, even, like, Remote Control I've heard, so I, I was very surprised to hear that. That one's really surprising, because I would skip that one. <laughs> Which one, Remote Control? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that one was okay, though. It sounds fine. It's just like the lyrics are just so silly to me. Exactly. Like it's not (laughs) unrelatable. Well, that's the thing that's kind of disappointing about this album because I, on one one side of my ear, it sounds fresh. It sounds new. You know, it sounds good. But on the other side, it's like Kanye. Your lyrics could have been so much better. Yeah. What about Roddy Rich? Did you like Roddy Rich's feature? I thought it was pretty dope. No, I actually, uh, on this album, I have to say, most of the features I did, I, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. There's a couple guys I don't really listen to a whole lot, but Roddy Rich actually sounded good. But he typically sounds good on his own records. Mm-hmm. But he sounded Roddy Rich sounded good on this. Yeah, I like the beat of uh, Pure Souls. I like the... It feels alive. Like, where some of the tracks don't feel so alive, this one feels alive. Um, Still a little repetitive, and I cannot sell my soul. Like, yeah, we get it, but you did. But anyway, (laughs) let's move on. (laughs) That was a a long time ago, Kanye. You might not remember it, but it happened. (laughs) You and and Kim both. (laughs) Kim had to hang out with Paris Hilton. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it it seems as if he's trying to... It seems as if he's trying to get his soul back. I hope so. I feel that as well. Like, he's trying to get... He's going inward. And he's looking at the whole picture. And feeling like he got taken for granted. Not taken... Taken advantage of by the industry and he's seeing what happened but he's also a billionaire so he's very like egocentric and he's also like you know like he would say like what did he say he was like he could feed somebody a a dollar a day yeah like it's like why don't you then (laughs) okay stop singing or rapping about it and go do it why are you flexing on that that's such a weird thing thing to flex on so and then all these random, like, you know, uh, flashy kind of, like, items that he puts in the lyrics and stuff that he has. Like, it's just very, like, you know, that's not really what Jesus would be about, Kanye. You know, like, he's not about, like, flaunting your wealth and everything. So, we probably got to go a little more inward there, Kanye, and we'll find we'll find our peace. I'm assuming that's the, uh, 
that spiritually you want to be one way and live one way but you know reality is like you know the ego kind of takes over and it's like i want to be recognized you know because from the start you know when we were we when we didn't even know how to say his name back when beanie siegel's album came out and that his truth song came out and we you know we always check the credits and it was like who's this kenny how you say this yeah kenny is it is it Kane? Is it Kanye? Is Kanye West? Kanye West? We didn't know Kanye, but it was like, who is, who's his producer? We like his music, but even then, when he had like the little articles in the back of like the Double XL magazine saying he was gonna be the greatest, <laughs> and it was just like, who is this guy? And who, why is he saying he's the greatest? And this was like what 1999. Yeah, he was saying this. No, actually, probably after that. Like 2000, 2001. He was was also doing a lot of spoken word at the beginning. Like, Mm -hmm. his performances. And really, like, uh, full of himself. And people were like, who is this kid? (laughs) I don't even know who this dude is. Yeah, like, he did his, um, what is it, uh, All Falls Down verse on, what is it, Def Def Jam Poetry. Def Jam, yeah. Russell Simmons' old show. Yeah. I I watched some of that. I'm thinking myself, because I remember those things so clearly. I didn't. Re- I watched them after the fact, so I guess I'm not dating myself. But, <laughs> but yeah. I know I am. I do remember when All Falls Down came out, though, <laughs> and everybody was yeah. crazy about it. You know, fun, and college dropout. You know, you know, Lauren Hill was supposed to be on that song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was supposed to be Lauren Hill, and then that's what he says in the song. Selena Johnson, you like the safe belt, you save my, you like the, the seatbelt, you save my life. <laughs> because I don't know what happened with, I can't exactly remember what happened with Lauren Hill, but for whatever reason, she wasn't on the hook, so he had Selena Johnson step in the last second mm. and do the hook. Right. That was a good video, too. Yes, it was. It's so funny how it ended up that, like, both of the people in the video... He, he and, um, gosh, I forgot her name. Clueless. Oof. D. Why have I forgotten her name? Her name is so familiar. And the whole Stacey Dash. Video. Stacey Dash. Oh, Both he and yes. Stacey Dash went a certain way with their poli- political shenanigans. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, Kanye just saw himself in Trump. I don't even think that he was necessarily like, no. a, like a Trump, Trump fan. I think he just saw, hey, if this guy could do it, I could definitely do what he did. Yeah, and I mean, and he's he's legit because like a lot of the people who hate him now, who say they hate him, you know, in the industry, we're all up in his business and always always trying to get a picture and stuff with Trump, and they love Trump back in the day before he was pres, and then once he oh. becomes pres, he's public enemy number one. Like Snoop Dogg, for instance, liked him. Like, Come on. Well, and there's so many, there's so many, I mean, this has been touched upon multiple times over the past, you know, five or six years. Yeah. Or at least, like, last three, four years as it uh, relates to Kanye. You know, like he said, there's, and there's so many raps about Trump. I mean, there's so many of them. Too many. There's literally a song called Donald Trump from Mac Miller where he's, like, yeah. praising him. And I then mean, Shady, you know, Shady had him at this uh, fake uh, convention thing so that he could be president. And he had him, like, introduce him. 
he had t- Donald Trump in- introduce himself, like, and then he said something about Donald Trump afterwards. And, like, I mean, then he does a verse about how Donald Trump is so horrible. And it's like, dude, you, you were, like, saying you were going to kill your wife and your and your kid and, like, you know, doing all this stuff. Not the kid, but, he like, kill your wife and you 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 hated your mother and all this stuff and hated gay people. Like, he's done so many things in his verses, like in his little personality of shady that is quite questionable in today's society uh, by their own standards, by his standards. <laughs> and he's going after him for being this and that and the other. It's like, look in the mirror, dude. You didn't do much of uh, good with your time in the, in the spotlight in terms of like making the world a better place. You made people a lot angrier. And, and pointed out a lot of anger as well with white America, you know, and he did a lot of like, um, he did have a, a certain point of view and he had Mosh that was against George W. Bush. So it wasn't like out of nowhere that he got political, obviously. But like, I'm just pointing out that, you know, certain things that he would say about Trump is certain things that he had, had been a victim of, had done s- some things that he, he was railing on about, like, he had been party to and had been okay with before. So he's just like one of those hypocritical people who makes money out of, out of, you know, despair from other people because, you know, he wasn't involved at the time, but he can say that, that this person is bad and this person is this and that and the other and feel better about himself and look good in the public eye, even though he has a shitty track record where it comes to hey abuse hey i'm pretty sure he was abusive to his his wife at the time so let's not like give him a pass on certain things you know he's not much better than chris brown when you really look at their histories you know i'm just saying like you can't look at one and be like oh they're horrible and then the other one you're like oh they're fine and their music is really good well their music is all really good at least in the past like chris brown hasn't really done anything for me lately but you know, back in the day, you know, run it, you know, all this other shit, uh, no air, like he had a lot of hits and he, he got, um, a lot of, um, fame and I, I guess he was already abused at some point, you know, but then Car Kelly was abused too. It doesn't, doesn't make any, make it right that he ends up abusing other people, but we need to like get to the root of that as well in the industry because it is something that is oh, everywhere. <laughs> Uh, you're familiar with the verses, right? The verses? Yeah, you know the the verses that Swiss Beats and Timbaland do, where they have the artists go against each other, like they. Just oh, verses! Oh, yeah, yeah. I see it as verses. <laughs> so <okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. But, yeah. Um, you know, we often talk, and sometimes a conversation will come up online on Twitter or whatever. There is one artist who can't be named, right? that would probably destroy every single current artist. And I'll, maybe destroy is too strong of a word, but he would definitely beat a lot of the top artists, and he's in jail right now somewhere. It's R. Kelly, and it's just unfortunate that the pattern of abuse didn't stop with him because yeah. I, you know, his sister was doing things to him. and It's all very sad. Yeah, and it's like... The age his sister was that she was abusing him when he was a child, that's the same age of girl he goes after in his adulthood. 
It's, so clearly yeah. there is some psychological component to it. It's not just, oh, he's a nasty old man. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of trauma and problems there that was probably never worked out. And then you take somebody like that, you give them a lot of money and a lot of fame and they're super talented. Yeah. It, it just it messes it up, you know? Alcohol, like all kinds of substances that you can give them that makes them, you know, go to their baser instincts, you know, and it's, it is really sad. Like it is a cycle and people don't talk about that. They say like the, like the go-to is like castrate them or whatever, like, you know, get rid of them, put them out of society. But how was that really tackling the issue? Because it's a, it's a mental problem that's from trauma. It's trauma based and it needs to be addressed. So Obviously, we don't want pedophiles everywhere, like, doing everything they want to do. Obviously not. But we also don't want to just demonize people when it's not just the people that's the problem. we got to get to the root of the problem. But that's another Correct. whole other discussion. Uh, Correct. We don't have 6 9 on the album, thankfully, so we don't have to worry about pedos necessarily uh, on this one. Thank, I mean, oh my gosh. If, if It would have been way worse if he was on it. Oh my gosh. If he would have, if he would have done that, I probably would have just. Probably, <laughs> as much as I love Kanye's music, if he had put Six Nine on this album, I never, I wouldn't have pressed play on one song. S- same, like, same. Somebody would have had to tell me or play it for me, but I couldn't see myself like I'm not giving a stream to that much. Like, I just don't like Six Nine. Period. No, me neither. And, I never liked, not before yeah, I even knew. Before, I didn't get it. You know, know, like, unfortunately, I know some of those guys from Brooklyn who were in his circle, Mm. you know, through family affiliation. And it's like, they saw him as food, and it blew up in everybody's face. Right. So it was just like, if if Kanye would have put him on here, I don't want (laughs) to bother. I mean, we can go so far, but like, let's not go too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Marilyn Manson was enough. Let's let's not go past that, please. <laughs> that was too much. And also, again, that just shows how he's very forgiving of other people, even though he doesn't have anything to do with them in that situation. But he he just doesn't see people. He sees people. He's very empathetic. I feel like towards these people. Or, you know, he, he values talent over any of that, which is something that people do, and I, I'm not going to judge it one way or the other. But everybody's different. Everybody has different tastes. I get it. But then we have No Child Left Behind with Vori on it, and Kanye comes in at the end. He's done miracles on me over and over again. And a lot of people like this one. I do like the, the sound of it. I like the sound. It's very short. Yes. But I think... I don't know how I feel because like at first I would have ended it on Come to Life because I thought that was such a brilliant song. And he did a video to it, but not really, with Kim with the gown and the, the wedding yeah. gown. That was weird to me, but <laughs> I'm like, that's not really a music video, but okay. Um, and it just shows that it was a stunt and everything. But, but like, that was a really good vibe, but then... No Child Left Behind. I guess it makes sense. I mean, I don't have any problems with it. I just thought it was very short. That's all. It didn't have a whole lot to say. It was just kind of like re-saying re, re, re saying what it said before. Repeating 
the things the the theme I guess back to it i know right so we can um, really absorb it yeah I, I think the part i like of jail the most is when he's like i'll be honest we're all liars i mean that's good yeah true. it's true too it's like the <laughs> truest line ever for marilyn manson hell yes <laughs> not in you a good know, way <laughs> it was a good line and then he repeats it multiple times right yeah I pulled over and I got priors. Guess we going exactly. down. Guess who's going to jail tonight? Exactly. Um, you all are. Good, good, good riddance. Correct. <laughs> to so, almost every one of you. So, um, the baby, obviously, he was involved in a controversy, so. Yeah. Which know, is perfect, normally... actually. This is the perfect group of people, actually, to do it. Because if you're going to have a song about going to jail, how about people who actually have that kind of personality that they would probably end up in jail, you know, for whatever they did or didn't do. And he's the opposite of, like, Marilyn Manson, who's more of, like, what you do to end up in jail. Dot Baby would be, like, what you say to end up in jail. And it would be a different kind of jail. It would be, like, you know, the jail of the public, you know, court. The of, uh, opinion, you know, the, the court of opinion of you know twitter and, and instagram and all of that so it's a different kind of jail but it's still a jail in terms of their career and, and it still you know will affect them somehow that's how i'm viewing it anyway <laughs> that's how i have but to view you know, it i do have to say baby's verse was very good i know okay like his verse was, his verse was, his verse was dope like i can't even lie you know and i'm a big jay fan right right so i heard jay-z's verse i think jay's verse is okay i mean it's couple lines jay got in there that's kind of tough obviously uh-huh. would have rapped a little bit differently but um so you know going from jay-z to the baby obviously that's kind of those are extremes at least for my ear yeah uh, but i have to say the baby stepped up to the plate and he yeah. delivered a verse that was he delivered on his verse and it should have been on the album i don't know what they what the politics were behind why maybe it wasn't on the first cut but by the time i maybe had maryland listened, singing or something i don't know yeah but from the time i had listened to the kanye album his verse was already on there so maybe i listened to it a little bit later than mm-hmm. everybody did but when it came out i his verse was already there well i like the part where he says i know these people gonna try to tell me how to talk don't know what I seen or what I was taught. My mama worked two or three jobs to take care of the three of her kids. My uncles watched. 
Yeah, we was raised by the crack addicts, mm, raised by the drug dealers, killers, and the junkies. Junkies! Mama couldn't save us because she had to get the... Mama couldn't save us because she had to get the money. So I like that line. I like that we get to know him as a person. Like, it's not... And it's part of his persona and everything that he's he believes these things because he was taught it. You know, you could look at it that way. That he's talking about the backlash a little bit. Even though, you know, I don't know if that's what's actually happening. But if he were talking about the backlash, that would be a perfect line. It's like, you don't know what he's seen and what he's been taught. Like, other people are going to think differently about many different subjects according to their environment and what they're taught as a child. So a lot of dudes grow up thinking a certain way about, you know, people who have HIV or whatever and they're all gay and everything and they have butt sex or whatever the fuck they say, you know. They'll believe that, and that's that's not on them. Like, I mean, sure, they should do their own research later on, <laughs> and it would have been nice if he did before he said that shit, but, you know, he's learned a lesson out of it, at least. <laughs> so, you know. Well, the, the thing I don't like is, is that, in regarding the whole the baby situation, okay, fine, you didn't like what he had to say. Right. You know, it costs you nothing to pay him no mind, right? It really doesn't cost anything. That's not... That's number one. Number two, he didn't call for violence or anybody. No. Even what he said. He never said go hurt people who have the virus, not the corona. (laughs) The other virus. Yeah. Um, The other one that found you, never mind, whatever. We didn't let go. Yeah, the other one, yeah. The Carrie Mullis, you know. Correct. Virus. But, you know, he didn't call for violence on anybody. And it was just kind of typical cancel culture. And unfortunately, these days, the most weaponized group after, uh, I would say, the Zionists are the LGBTQ community within the United States and probably worldwide. It's at the point now where if you say, well, you know, I didn't like Lil Nas X album. I don't like some of his antics that you want to hurt and kill and shut up and make every person who's gay, like, you know, put them in a hole. You You have to tolerate it, yeah. You're supposed to tolerate everything that everyone does, no matter what, in this society. Unless it disagrees with your point of view, you know, then you can attack them all you want and bully them into submission. uh It just depends, you know. It's different for other people. It really is. You know, I'm like I said to start on this song. I'm glad that the baby got his verse on here. I'm glad Kanye reached out to him. I would hope that Kanye would have like thought about having him on the album before the controversy and not just as a result of the controversy. Right. I mean, we don't know, but at the end we of don't the know. day, and at the end of the day, regardless whichever was, baby did the baby did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, and that's all you can do. You know. And then, uh, Okay Okay Part 2 I thought was better than Okay Okay Part 1 because Shinsea, I think I'm pronouncing that right, but I don't know. Shinsea, Shinsea. Shinsea. I really liked her verse a lot. It really brought a lot of life to it and some some other, like, uh, another point of view, like with the, you know, her her ex-boyfriend or whatever ended up dying, or ex-husband and she's she's a widow basically and like comparing that to i don't know if she's comparing it to kanye i think so 
to him losing his ex, you know, and he's single, he's still in love. And she's like, you know, it's a part of the past. It's not something that she can really grasp onto again. So that's something that I could really um, see, you know, where they were coming from and really relate to them in a way of, on that loss. I really like that. That it was very humanized, very like human verse. Not just about Correct. things, but about her past and her her uh, her relationship and everything. Her, I, her verse was dope to me, you know, and I've been watching Sincere for, you know, I've been seeing her for a while, you know, like at least the last two years I've been seeing her come up, you know, she's, each time I hear her she seems to get a little bit better, you know, my, my family's Jamaican, so you know, I'm very much in tune with dancehall music and that whole culture all of it you know mm -hmm. like that's probably my between that and hip-hop probably my two favorite genres of music you know i'm very much into it so it was good to see her and uh, again her verse i like that she wasn't taking off her clothes in the entire verse right like i'm glad it just wasn't the typical Cardi or Meg verse. Right, know, yeah. People who, may, people who may listen to this <clears throat> uh, variant, you know, who you are, you know, she always teases me and says that, uh, you know, I'm hard on, uh, that I'm hard on, uh, on Meg Stallion and Cardi. Right. But, you know, it's just, look, I, I like nice looking women, right? <laughs> I, I enjoy it visually, I enjoy them and all that, but, you know, to hear just constantly hypersexual lyrics all the time, it's right. just like, alright, enough, you know, look, there's places, it's cool and all that, but sometimes it's just like, alright, can you tell me something else other than you, you know, yeah. what you want to, what you want to do to a man or what you would let a woman do to you or what vice versa want to do to you, it's just like, yeah. You know, can you mix it up sometime? Yeah. So Sincere versus her versus dope. You know, I'm I'm glad I'm I was surprised. She was a surprise. Uh, yeah. Like, when I heard her, I was like, wait a second. Hell like, yeah. I, I didn't expect to hear her, but again, that was another pleasant surprise. It was, and I wanted to say now that I'm looking back, I was assuming that she like lost her her boyfriend or whatever her ex her ex-husband or whatever but i think she's just saying he's dead to me now so i wanted to say oh that's funny like i'm a widow because he's dead to me i like that that's funny um but ruga was also on it and he was pretty good i had never heard him before so that was new to me he had a lot of expletives that were taken out <laughs> um that's funny yeah when shit hit the fan like i'm like really shit we can't say shit okay whatever kanye <laughs> I would say shit, but whatever. I thought it would sound better with shit, but okay. You know, let people say shit is how I feel. If it's in the dictionary, I feel like you should be able to say it. But then fuck's in the dictionary too, so maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I feel like it's a word. Like, what is so unchristian about words? Like, I don't... Words have meaning attached to them by people. People make words. Words don't just appear out of nowhere and have something attached to them. They they have that value that you give them and that meaning that you give them, whether good or bad or a curse word. Like, what is a curse word? Like, let's really just be like, 
super philosophical and like there's no such thing as a curse word it's like ancient bullshit like whatever but that's how I feel about that like I don't really care if you say the shit say shit fuck or whatever and I don't think that makes you less of a Christian or less of a gospel song to say that I think we should be more in, in tune with the times like it's not 1400 anymore <laughs> like we can have language you know, and that's the whole thing. Uh, I mean, I guess for more religious people, obviously they would rather not hear the curses, etc. And I understand why, you know. But I mean, depending on the context, of course, we have to wonder about context. Like, if you're talking about killing that. some in, or you know, killing, you know, effing some girl in the hallway. Like, yeah, obviously that's not very Christian. <laughs> but if you're saying fuck, I want to do this and that, and shit, the shit hit the fan, da 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 I just don't really think that's on the same level in terms of Correct. sinning, you know? The de- deed is what matters, not the the saying, in my opinion. Actions matter, actions uh, speak louder than words. Especially in, in, that, in religious contexts. Like, come on. Correct, because, I mean, you know, maybe the Bible wasn't filled with um, a bunch of curse words, but there are a lot of violent yes. depictions within, contained within the Bible. So, I mean, they were probably cursing them too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, are we done with that one? We want to move on to Junya Part 2, that yeah. whole Would you, fun one. So, Junya oh Part 2 features, um, I believe it's uh, Playboy Cardi yep. and... Um, Ty Dolla Sign, right? Yep. Um, that Kanye's lyrics didn't really seem to... They didn't change much. Oh. You know, I think it was basically the same verse, right? Yeah, it was so annoying. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't with that fucking... No. No. Why? Uh, for, for me, Junior, it's the beat, the, the claps, and sure. the... You know, That's and the sounds, <laughs> Sure, instrumental, maybe I could deal with it, but no. Correct. His lyrics, I mean, what was he saying? It was okay, awful. Junior Watson, I'll be on my ring. You know, did he miss? I wanted it to hear him say good. wrist so bad, and he never said it, and I was so pissed. Correct. And it was just like, <laughs> I st- you know what? I haven't even looked up who Junior is. I think he's a designer. He's I a designer, yeah. I didn't even bother to look him up and I meant to, but it's another one of those things where you kind of make a mental note, oh yeah, look this up and you don't yeah. get back to it. Apparently he oh, makes I'm watches. Like, <laughs> uh, that's what I think. Um, <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> correct. Uh, Playboy Cardi. How'd he sound? No. He sounded okay. Again, neither... The verse from... The, the verse from Cardi and from... Ty Dolla Sign, none of it was like earth shattering. It's awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what is like, this? If, we, if we're going entry level, just off the words, like, what did they say? Like, nothing was said. Nothing. Nothing was said. I couldn't. I'm sorry. It's the worst one for me. 100. And, Other than Don okay. chant. <laughs> and this song is. It's, this song is basically just a vibe, as they say. This sure. generation, it's just a vibe. It sounds good. You can nod your head to this. I'm actually hoping that 
some other artists actually choose to freestyle over some of these beats. This would be oh, one sure of the beats will. that I would, if I was an artist, these are one of the beats I would steal to freestyle over. Right. Um, but yeah, none of their verses were like, yo, did you hear what you said? What you said? No, it wasn't. They were okay. Again, this is just another vibe song. It sounds good. You play it in the club atmosphere. People just, they're going to like the hook, right? Right. Junior wants another Yomari. I don't, but yeah, certain people will. I'm just, I'm I'm an anomaly, I guess. (laughs) I just don't dig it at all. (laughs) It's awful. Yeah, but like I said, it's the beat, it's the vibe, it's the head nod, you know, the head nod uh, vibe to give you. Other than that, the lyrics, I mean... You could just really let the beat play and it'll have the same effect. Honestly, I can't. And then we have the finisher, 11 minutes plus Jesus Lord Part 2, which was fun. It was like, okay, we have the same thing in the beginning. And then we got these new verses and like so many verses. And it was such an interesting idea to put all of these people on there. Well, I, you know, first off, I'm a huge, huge Locks fan. Like, those are my dudes. They've been my guys since the 90s. I've been messing with them for a long time. <laughs> so, for me, them being on a Kanye album was, like, about time. I mean, this kind of goes back to um, late registration Kanye when he said, I felt like Bad Boy Street Team. I couldn't work the Locks. And it was like, okay, full circle. Now you finally have them on the album. But I think they ended up being on this album in part because Styles P um, was working with Kanye on the lyrics right. on I don't know what songs other than this one, but he was brought in to work with Kanye. So he was working with Kanye during the creation of this album. And then the verses that the Locks did versus Dipset, I think with the the heightened attention or renewed attention that the locks got after doing that uh, versus Kanye was looking at that like yo yo, the whole rap world is like looking at them Jada Kiss especially like they hot so it made sense that the night of I mean I think it was the next day after versus they went to Atlanta to go record this verse so this was really like a real late 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 addition to this album um, to get into their verses, and then wait, um, what was I gonna say? Kanye versus Kanye versus, all right. Um, he said a couple of things that I, I kind of like, you know, like when he said, "In everything that you do, good, it just goes unnoticed." Right. You know, that's 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 very true. Hey, you know, when he says, "Mama used the life of the party," I swear you brought life to the party. Yeah. When you lost your life, it took the life out the party. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's anybody who has a good relationship with their mom, who cares about their mother. You know, because some people and their moms don't get along, right? They could care less if their mom had just dropped it. Right? right. Yeah. Um, but for those of us who do have good relationships with their mother, like I, you could feel that. You know, like me, I have a great relationship with my mom. Like, you know, when she comes around, everything is good. Mood is perfect. When she leaves and goes back to New York, it's just kind of like, damn, I'm so moms. You know? Um, And if she was just to go before the time I think is acceptable, right, I would be screwed up in the head, too. So when he says that line, I could... 
thankfully my mom is still here but I can I can understand like those lyrics and why you know he would say something like that like it, must, it still must be tough to do without his mom you know yeah for sure yeah I liked his his verse I, and I, if I talk to Christ could I bring my mother back to life and if I die tonight will I see her in the afterlife like interesting concept you know showing that he is like fallible <laughs> and he he thinks of doing certain things you know he's not he's not a god as he said before like he's he's very human so this is a very human track for me uh from him showing his human side if that makes sense whatever you know <laughs> he's more than just like this kanye west like big producer you know legend he's his mother's child and his brother's brother and all of that like that's something that everybody can relate to you know correct um i don't know if you're familiar with jay electronica but well now i am you know, <laughs> I, enjoy him. I mess with jay Lang. that's my dude i love his verse yeah it's the same as i think the first one um on the the original jesus lord correct but, but it still really hits really well. And especially the what the Clintons did to Haiti and Downey Street did to Ghana. Oh, I love that line so much. Correct. So, it says so and, much. And I, I, I would hope that people who aren't familiar would just go ahead and Google Downing Street to see, you know, what that is, you know? Yeah. You know, everyone hears D.C. and they can understand D.C. But maybe some people who are fans of this music, maybe they don't know Downing Street is, uh, UK. Isn't that where the prime, that's where the Prime Minister stays, right? Yeah, and also, fun fact, uh, going back to my family tree, there's a Downing in my family on my mother's side. Um, oh, so, wow. one of the original Downies, Simon Downing, I can't remember his name, something like that, Simon Downing, I think, George Downing, I don't remember. But, like, related to the dude behind Downing Street, it's so funny, so... If I ever went there, I'd be like, yay, <laughs> my uh, family, you know, ascends, descends from there. So that's interesting. But yeah, le leaving it off with like that, the whole Larry Hoover thing again. I like that they left that in on the remix as well. Because that's so, such an important part of the original Jesus Lord. It was. It really gets to you, man. Mm-hmm. I mean... Look, he didn't have to do that, you know? No. No one thinks Kanye is a gangster. No. <laughs> but the fact that he did that, that was dope. It was, and not a lot of people are doing that sort of thing. So that's why he stands out so much, is that he tries to to make a difference in his community, and he tries to help other people as much as he is willing to do. But, you know, it was a big deal that he... He went ahead and even with Kim and everything, like tried to do something about the criminal justice system because it is something that should be remedied for sure. And there's a lot of people in jail who shouldn't be there. One of which is Julian Assange. Shout out to Julian Assange at, at that hellhole. So, you know, and the U.S. government doesn't give two shits. So, and most likely will have put them there in the first place. You know, so it's good to see artists using their platform, using their power to do good in the world as much as they are willing to do and, and able to do. 
for whatever reason. I don't know his situation. I don't know how he, he's doing lately with his his mind. But hopefully he's he's doing all right and we keep him around for a lot longer because he is doing as much as he can at the moment to help other people within his narcissistic mind. Uh, so we should appreciate that and applaud him when he does good. So I think if that's you good. Can feed your, if you can feed your ego and also do something that's selfless yeah. and that's for somebody else, hey, look, if you... If you're able to accomplish two things at once, hey, it is what it is. I agree. Yeah. More power to you. It is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, On that note. As long as it's not not exploitative. Exploitative? Exploitative? Yeah. 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 As long as he's not exploiting the situation for his own personal gain, then I really don't have a problem with it, you know? Well, on that note, uh, we got through the album. I think if there's anything else you want to add, go ahead. But I oh, think we pretty much covered it. Correct. I just want to add, you know, Jenny Kiss verse. As usual, Kiss comes through. He sounds great, as he always does. You know, he has the same usual Jenny Kiss type flow, but his bars, as usual, they work. It, it worked good with the song. I wasn't sure. Um, uh I wasn't sure how this was going to match up with the locks, right? Because, you know, those are street guys, but, they're act- but they are also um, intelligent. And, you know, they don't just always make up mu- make music that involves killing everybody, right? So okay. it was good. Styles P, that's another dude I'm a huge fan of. He's always pretty much very spiritual in a lot of his music. You know, if you're not familiar with Styles P, um, you know, he, his first album was called A Gangsta and a Gentleman. Mm. So that should give you uh, a little insight that, you know, hey, when I'm outside, I could be one way. You know, when I'm somewhere else, I could be another way. I and, see. You know, we all have to learn to deal with that, you know, especially as black men, right? Sometimes you got to be gangsta and sometimes you got to be a gentleman. Um, so it was, it, it was, for me, it was real good to hear the locks on here i like sheik's verse too um but i overall i thought the album the longer you sit with it sounds better than it did that first day or two i agree yeah it sounds a lot better and again like you said having that larry hoover part on there is pretty good as well yeah all in all what would you give it i i think i would give it on second listen and everything out of five, I think I would give it, this is very generous, but a three out of five. Very generous. Just for reasons. I'll go, actually, I'll give it a four out of five. Wow, yeah. And I'm, and you know, the only reason why I'm saying that is because the strength of the features, because I don't think many of the features were horrible, even yeah. though like discussed with Ty Dolla's on the garden. It right. wasn't earth-shattering. Um, but the features actually stepped up. Most of them actually stepped up to make a verse that kind of fit in within the goal of the album. So I think that worked. Um, and also, just the, the production on the album. I just think the production yeah. is crazy. Even if, you're like, is. even if you're not... Even if you're not so much a fan of the lyrics, a lot of these instrumentals, you can probably just use it to play in the background. Sure. I guess I would so, also I would I would uh, 
state there that I'm basing that on the deluxe album with the remixes. But if it did not have the remixes, I would probably give it a 4 out of 5 because I really just fucking hated Junya Part 2 so much that it really <laughs> downed that rating. Sorry. And OK OK was so good, but like that's not going to outweigh the shit on Junya for me. But I did like Jesus Lord and I did like the... I didn't like Jail Part 2 that much. But, um... There was a couple, I, I don't know, maybe, you know what, we, because we're in the streaming era, we're just looking at this like a long album. If we looked at this in, through the veil of like how we would have in like 1995 or 96, right? This yeah. would have been a double album. And if this had been released as a double album, maybe we would have looked at it differently. Maybe, maybe yeah. You know, just one was actually good. Just two was eh. Or right. But but at the end of the day, you could still take. If looking at it from the lens of this is a double disc album, right? You could take songs from the first half and the second, or the first CD and the second CD, and you can make your own mix, and you would actually have a pretty dope album. Yeah. It just doesn't feel, as I said, it feels a little unfinished. Also, so it's hard to like judge it really fairly uh-huh. based on other and, albums and to me compared to and to look at and you know i'll end it with this you know jesus is king the last kanye project before this one uh kid see ghost the project he did with kid cuddy love that and one then, and then the yay album i think this makes up for the last those last three projects mm-hmm because, I mean, I thought they were all okay. They, you know, it's a Kanye project, so, you know, some of the beats is going to be tough. But the last three, I just, uh, I couldn't really get into them that much. I understand you know, but, that. Coming from someone, this, like, who likes rap the way that that he rapped right. in the past, yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed Kid Cudi and, and the Kitsy Ghost one. I did not listen to Jesus is King, which I incorrectly said was Jesus is Lord, like an idiot on the last thing so i want to like fact check myself here jesus is king i never listened to it i never wanted to listen to it. it is not up my alley i don't like gospel in general because i'm not a religious person and at all and i just don't partake in that genre the, the one song from there i do like is follow god if you ever get a chance i have heard that one ironically though and the poop oh, to did? scoop i heard poop to oh, scoop yeah. and follow, follow god and that's it Oh, okay. The, the follow, the follow God one. I just the sample, the beat is tough, and I like when he was talking about his dad. Yeah, know? I do like that. Like, oh, and we have to mention the Andre uh, re-release. I mean, oh, a leaked yeah. release from from Drake, like an idiot, where he released yeah. one of the best songs that could have been on Donda about Donda and from Andre. Is, I only heard the clip of the Kanye verse where he was going at Drake a little bit I did not hear the one that he actually performed, maybe I can go back and listen to it, but I did not hear the one that, I think he performed that one in, in either the second LA live uh, listening session or it was the Chicago one so I didn't hear Kanye's uh, original verse on that song, but um, to me, Three Stacks verse, for those who don't know, that's Andre 3000 yeah. 
know, one half of Outcast. I've seen him before. Um, we'll talk about that later. Okay. In real life. But, oh, wow. He's from Three Atlanta. Stacks. Of course I did. Yeah, he's from ATL. Of course. <laughs> um, but his uh, uh, Three Stacks verse was tough. And I'm just really upset that for what I don't know why I didn't make the album. I mean, he could have buried that. You know, yeah. like Jay-Z did uh, on his, on uh, what album was that? Blueprint. Jay-Z's last song, Mama Love Me. He let the track play out. A few minutes went by, and then he had another song come on. He could have just buried it in the album like that and let people find it. Yeah. Now, he didn't have to actually list it on there. He could have still given him credit, etc., etc. But I think that song, that beat, that verse, it should have been on this album. It I'm was sorry. so good. It should have been on this album. That itself is a five for me. Sorry. That's beautiful. <sighs> And then idiot Drake release. I don't. I, I don't understand the method to Drake's madness. <laughs> He's silly. I didn't understand. He played himself. He, yeah, I don't know why he put that out. Um, I, I guess maybe he wanted to show like, oh, look, Kanye's verse wasn't even all that. But that Andre 3000 verse basically beat anything that's on your album, Drake. So yeah. I don't know why. I don't know like why what? He did it. <laughs> I'm not even listening to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Drake. Yeah. Not sorry. But that, that 3,000 verse, it, it, it's a sin. That's what I'm hoping maybe he plays with this album more. He does a deluxe cut. And right. he adds in some of the people who were pissed off and not being That'd on. Be and he needs to make that three stacks song, like, a, the major feature of whatever he does next. Yeah, it'd finish be a it. Sin if he, it'd be a sin if he never uses that and we never get to hear the whole thing in its completion. I agree, yeah. I, I just love Andre's stuff. He's so on it still he's so good he's on point i mean he was talking to kanye's mother to go beautiful it was so beautiful why (sighs) and then that release track that he did like a a while back me and my mom i think it was called Mm -hmm. where he was talking about his mother oh come on so nostalgic and so fun Uh, that's what i'm saying it was I, I don't know what happened to I mean, I saw Andre's explanation as to why and how and you want a clean album and all this other shit like that. But, I mean, he's got to find a way to get that officially on a project so we can all consume that yeah. for what it is. Like, we all need that. We all need to be listening to that because that shit was hard. Yeah, especially after this year. Fuck this year. <laughs> Correct. All right. So, that's well. where he messed stuff at. Thanks so much for joining for the dis- this breakdown of Kanye's album, Donda. And thank you so much for listening to it, everybody. Um, have a great weekend. <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, um, you know, please comment, hit like. You know, Elle was gracious enough to invite me back. So, Elle, I thank you as well. Yes, and have a great week as well, because this is the week. And that's when I'm that's posting right. this. So weekend, 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 wake out every week. Just have a great one. Enjoy your life. Bye-bye now.